by design with Lynn and Danette. We are so glad you're here. I'm Lynn. And I'm Danette. And our hope is that this is a space where you'll find encouragement for your home and for your soul. We have real conversations about God, interior design, and all the things we love. Our hearts are to encourage women to run their race, to keep their eyes on God. And somehow we manage to offer up some design advice for your homes in between. We share from our real life experiences and from time to time, we talk to some amazing guests. And hey, head over to our website, bydesignpodcast.com. You'll find links there to our shows, the things we talk about, and there are ways to follow us there on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram is my favorite. Yeah. And Pinterest. Oh, and then there's Pinterest. (laughs) Yeah. And you can subscribe to our show too. Um, So if you have an iPhone or an Android phone, you just go and click the subscribe button and it will take you right to our podcast or it will help you to download an app if you had an have an android phone um, that's awesome in case yeah. you don't know how yeah no and, and we always post if you're friends with us on facebook um or on instagram when you're following we always have the website right in the profile that you can click to to make it really easy and we always link the to the itunes account and to the website on the facebook post so that you can just click right there so mm-hmm. it's super easy it'll take you right there then you can subscribe and do mm-hmm. everything yeah. um, if you really want to leave a rating and review we would just you know hug you virtually hug you right now and high five you like all over the place so that would be so great um okay today this is pretty fun we, I, can you believe that we get to do this? I just can't believe sometimes the women that God puts across our path and that we get to like share. Mm-hmm. No, I'm as surprised as you. Seriously, <laughs> only God does this. Yeah, stuff. and they're willing to talk to us. What? <laughs> That's the shocking part. They say yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, anyways, yes. Um, Sarah Bragg, the beautiful Sarah Bragg, she has a podcast. She's a fellow podcaster. Mm-hmm. Called Surviving Sarah. And that's her website too, survivingsarah.com. And she's awesome. A wealth mm-hmm. of knowledge. And you're just going to be blessed by her. Seriously, we could have talked to her for a lot longer and mm-hmm. just gone even deeper into things. So maybe we'll get to have her back because she's just awesome. Yeah, she, just, of the show. she has a heart to encourage women. And yes. she does a little bit of design on the side. Like she helps people decorate their homes. She's written a book called Body Beauty Boys. And it's all about um, just setting yourself free from the lies mm-hmm. you, we tell ourselves yeah, about being content. Our, our body image and who we are in Christ and I it's just really it. good and she is very sweet and she t- totally like it's funny wise, like, just talking yeah. to her yeah it was just yeah anyways you're gonna hear it so mm-hmm. um enjoy hi sarah we're so glad you're here hello i'm so glad to be with you guys i was just telling my husband that i was super excited about this podcast because i get to talk about design stuff and that makes me really happy Oh, it makes us happy too. Just to have someone who speaks our language. We just get all giddy. Seriously. Yes. As I was getting to know you a little bit, Danette was telling me like, you need to listen to this podcast, Surviving Sarah. And I hadn't, <laughs> listened, I hadn't listened. And so I was able to, you know, start listening. And then like Danette was telling me more about you. And I'm like, she is like one of our people. Right. I can be your people. <laughs> you can like be that. our people. Yes. yes. Well, are you, whereabouts are you in the country? I am in in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. So, well, we're in ice yes. block land up here. It's like super duper. It's Canada cold. Today. I don't understand why people live where you live. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Because uh, we don't, I mean, today is, is going to, I think it's a high of 35, which yesterday was a high of like 65. For you? So it's, yes. So oh. it's very strange. It goes from like 60s to 30s in like 24 hours. And then, it'll, then it's going to be back in the 60s, like. Wow. In a few days. Oh. But I am like, I had my feet on a heater while I was <gasps> waiting for yes, you to call. That's what like, I do. It's cold. It's yeah. cold. Yeah. yeah. It's like minus whatever down here, up here. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, if I could have my way, I just want to live at the beach. Oh, amen. Amen. Yeah. Life is better at the beach. Yes. I don't, and so I really do not understand why anyone lives in the cold. <laughs> don't get it. Well, <laughs> right. Well, when we Jobs, figure it out, we'll let you know. <laughs> right. There's exactly. not enough room for all of us down there. Okay. I, right. That's I, true. So you're being very selfless. Oh, <laughs> it's, I'm not going to lie, though. I was asking my, my husband's a worship director here, and I was like, Hey, honey, any job postings in the Carolinas? <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, yeah, my husband applied for a job in Hawaii. Oh, now you're talking. Yeah. I have heard I people like, well, get like island fever though, or they get like, you know, yeah. what's it called? I don't know. When they they get like freaked out because it's on the island water all oh, like them. You, Oh, like you can't, because you can't yeah. get anywhere. Like, you can't get anywhere. Like, like, landlocked. Like like, you're, yes. Uh, thank yes. you. Help me with yes. my words. <laughs> or well, no, is that not it? I don't know. I, get, I, I don't know. I we, get what you're saying. Though. Okay. If we think of it later, just <laughs> I feel that way. Like we live near like the main interstate. So like I can, we're just north of the city of Atlanta, like by like 20 minutes. So mm. I can be anywhere really quickly. Like oh, I can just hop nice. on the interstate and go. But like I have friends who live like 30 minutes from the interstate and they love those suburbs. But I'm like, I feel like I start to like need to breathe in a bag. Oh, yeah. Like I can't get, I can't get Claustrophobic. out. Yes. Can't get out quick enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so great. So, okay, for our listeners, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Introduce yourself to all of our lovely listeners. Yes. Well, I am, um, I've been married to Scott for 11 years, oh. and um, I'm six years older than him. So yeah, I like, girl. <laughs> so I like to tell people, you know, like I, I'll have college small group girls. I'm like, listen, your husband is probably just in middle school, so just give him some time. <laughs> And um, we have two girls. So Sinclair is in Mm, third grade. I love that. Such a pretty name. It really is. Yeah, it was. um, Both of my girls have family names, and so she is named after my father. His middle name is Sinclair, and named after his grandmother's maiden name. So sweet. Yeah, so we love that we've named both of our girls after men in our family. So, uh, that's um, great. And then Rory, she oh, is first grade. Rory? Okay, I just yes. got off the Gilmore Girls train. Yes. Okay. Yes. You're a fan? Yeah. I, wa- yes. I was I- a fan. Oh, no. <laughs> and so, oh, so you got off the train, as you were well, just saying. Well, I don't know. I just, it I was, don't know. I feel like it's yeah. over now. Luke and Lorelai, I just feel like we don't need to continue. I know. So I'm curious. I feel like someone, I heard someone say that they might be doing another. I heard like, that too. Something. I know. I tried watching it 20 years ago, like started it and I just couldn't get into it. And yeah. then um, anyways, with this in. whole thing, I tried it again and then I loved it. But then anyways, sorry. Welcome to yeah, the so inner workings well, of my well, crazy indeed, mind. I started watching Gilmore Girls when I was, had just had Sinclair. So it was on oh. like, you know. It was, I don't I guess it was still on live real TV at that point. I don't remember, but I was watching reruns on like family channel or whatever that channel was. And um, so then I got my husband into it and we both really did love like Rory. Yeah. And and then when, so when we got pregnant with another girl and he always wanted someone to be named with like a Y on the end. He was like, you, you know? And so then his uncle was named Rory. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. Well. Yeah, he didn't want to name Sinclair Sinclair because her, she's like it has the word sin in it. I was like, oh, Listen, but she also has Claire. Her need. <laughs> right, she's gonna need understand her need for a savior from an early day. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, stop getting so spiritual on me. Um, so anyway, so yes, yeah, so I have these two girls. So um, that is a whole thing. What we have grades a are they? Third and first. So oh, um, mm-hmm. so we have a lot of drama. 
um, a lot of emotion in our house. I and, believe it. Um, yeah, just I've trying got to boys. So you I, do. Yeah, I've got three mm-hmm. boys, and um, so it's very loud and rough and tumble here. And yeah, so I just cool. listened to your podcast with is it David Thomas? Yeah, uh, I, I told her to listen to that good. because I loved it so much. So good. I so. listened to it like three times, and that oh, yeah. was like mm-hmm. my my own podcast. But I'm like, it was such he he was so wise and had such great advice. Oh, um, so good. We're buying his books. Oh yeah, like both yes. ordered Amazon. Awesome. Well, I'm reading um, his counterpart, Sissy Goff. She wrote one called Raising Girls, and I'm reading that right now. Oh, I need that so, one. I, I yeah, only so it's have the one same girl. kind of format. So it's as his one on boys. So it's like developmentally where they are from each uh, each phase and mm. all of that. So you, you should get that one too. It's really good. Oh, that's so great. Mm-hmm. You know, just has some good practical life-giving truth for helping us raise these kids that we've never done yes. before. Like, I've yes. been, I haven't raised boys before. So <laughs> I know. It's all so new. So that's great. So, that, um, so doing that and my professionally, like I started um, my career, I thought I wanted to be in like professional baseball and so what? I did, like marketing. And I know, crazy, huh? Did but you I think play I just school? probably no. I think I just wanted to marry a baseball player. Oh, there so um, that's. I think at the end of the day, that's probably what I was after. <laughs> but um, I quickly realized though that like my heart was for ministry, like. In college, I was always a small group leader and worked mm. at these different um, summer camps. And I just didn't know that being a woman, you could do that for a living. Right. Like mm-hmm. you could do ministry. And so that was not really on my my mind when I graduated college or was going through college. And um, after spending a year with the minor league baseball team, which was a fun first job experience, but um, just really knew that ministry was what I wanted to do. When I looked at my life and thought, what do I love doing? What could I do all the time, Whether even if I wasn't getting paid? And it was investing in women and it was um, Hmm. doing ministry. And so I ended up um, getting a job in California at Saddleback Church. Um, If anyone's heard of like Rick Warren, Purpose Driven Life Mm -hmm. at that church. So I went to work out there and um, worked in their high school ministry and just really fell in love with ministry in general and working with young women in particular. Because I I mean, I was like 22, 23, 24 at the time. So um, just really loved working with young women. So while I was there, I um, started writing a book and it eventually got published and it was written to young women, like middle school, high school girls. Um, called Body Beauty Boys, The Truth About Girls and How We See Ourselves. And I love it. It's, just, it's right here in front of me. Yeah. Uh, I love that you got it. Um, <laughs> Danette has it. Yep. Yes. And it's just really my story of um, w- what I learned and how I figured out how to find contentment with who I am. And, and you know, in, in all honesty, I mean, I'm still struggle with that. Right. Like, you know, still struggle with, you know, just because you, I feel like it's one of those things that will always draw me to him. Um, mm-hmm. and it's until we have a perfect body, you know, That's it's right. going to always, and not like perfect body, like size two, but like perfect glorified <laughs> body, um, right. you know, Amen. it's going to always be, be a thing, but it does not master me like it mastered mm-hmm. me then. And so I just really wanted to. I think that's an age old story too. I think it doesn't matter which generation Mm -mm. you grew up in. I think this is something so rampant in our culture. I completely agree. And you know, and I I kept thinking like, surely when I'm 40, I won't care, but (laughs) I'm almost 39 and I, and I still care. But, but again, I'm not, I'm not obsessed like I was and it doesn't ruin my entire day or all my relationships or anything like that. Um, and so, so I wrote that book and, um, and really just kept in ministry. I ended up moving to Atlanta 
And that's where I met my husband. We worked together mm-hmm. at a church. Um, wow. And then, uh, so I was a minister to female students for a few years at a church. And that was just a blast to get to pour into adult leaders who were going to minister to other girls and then just get to speak weekly to girls and pour truth into them. That was really a fun season of life for me. Um, And then after that, I moved over to an organization called Orange. Hmm. And it's an organization that produces um, resources and curriculum and events for church leaders and parents just really to help impact the next generation. The idea behind Orange is that if you, you take red and yellow, And when you combine those, you get orange. So let's just say that red is like the family represents the family and um, yellow represents the church. And if you were to combine these two influences in a kid's life, if you combine them together, Mm. you're going to have a greater impact. And so that's why it's called orange. So So, great for like a visual person like me. I love that. Yes. So I've been with them. I started with them like 10 years ago and helped create their student strategy that they have now and um, so do just a lot of uh, writing and content editing and creating and that kind of stuff um, mm. with them. And then most recently, a year ago, you, you know, when your kids, um, what, what, how old are your kids? Were you saying? Well, you tell me. Uh, you yeah, tell me. I have kids your age. Um, okay. I have a first grader and a second grader and then a two okay. and a half year old. He's running around. And Lynn's are in middle school. Yeah. And I, my one, oldest is in seventh grade. I have a seventh grade, it. fifth grade, and my youngest is in second grade. Yes. <laughs> Got it. So you know, you guys know what it's like when you're, I don't know, you spend so much of your little, when your people are little, little and you're thinking like, like I just, I just remember thinking, God, did I peak? Like, did I peak at 30? (laughs) Like I did all this life. I was traveling and speaking and published and yada, yada, yada. And then I had Sinclair and it was like, well, Mm -hmm. that was it. Like you had a good run. Hmm. And so I just remember for years, really praying and seeking what was next, because um, I knew God wasn't done with me, So, but I didn't really know what that would look like in the next season. And so for a couple of years, I just kept feeling like God was saying, um, I want you to push others forward. Mm-hmm. Was, All right. Well, that sounds like a nice word, but I don't really know what that means. And um, outside of just day to day, like I can push someone forward, and encourage them when I see them, you know, at the grocery store or whatever. Um, and then I knew that I wanted to use my voice because my favorite thing that I used to do was speak, speak truth into people and encourage mm. people with my voice. And so the thought of not doing that again was really sad for me. So it was last fall that um, I was at a writer's conference and um, it was there that the Lord really just said, I want you to use your voice to push others forward. And um, so that's how I started a podcast um, last year and it's called surviving Sarah. So, um, that's really what the last year has, uh, been doing and it's been so fun and it's just been, it really has been exciting to live. And I feel like I'm a great cheerleader. I'm a great encourager and I get to use my voice to do it. And so it's been really, really fun. Mm, that's that, so great. Yeah. That's exciting to us. Cause we, totally relate to that. It, the idea of pushing other people forward, being an arrow, pointing them to Christ. Like that's, we're all about it, man. Yes. I love, love it. That. So, okay. Looking back for you now, what is something that you can say that, okay, God was always this for me or, hmm. and then also on the flip side of this is what I really had to grow in? You know, I feel like a lesson, there's been a couple of constant themes in my life. And I feel like one of the things is, is that whole contentment issue mm-hmm. and, him really getting me to the place of learning to be content. Um, whether when I was younger, especially it was content to be me, you know, with how he made me, um, 
my physical body, my personality, all those things, you know, whether it was content in my role, uh, you know, those little years when I was just, it was mom and I didn't, I, all my other things that I used to do and used to love had to be stopped. And, um, that was really hard and learning to be content in that, um, content in relationships. I feel like when I was single, I, I got married at 27. It wasn't, you know, very, really old, but it also was, you know, later than I imagined when I was, you know, in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I felt like contentment, him really getting me to the place of learning to be content. Um, in whatever circumstances I'm in, I feel like that's a big thing theme of what he's been teaching me. Um, gosh, I mean, I, I, you know, once I think, oh, I, I figured this out, like, okay, I got this, content to be me, check, and then it's like I start <laughs> resting, and he's like, okay, you know, what about content with where you live? Like, mm. are you content there? Like, are you content that you are in a rental home? Are you content that you know all these things? I feel like you know he just kind of is going. This is a big theme that we need to like. You know, being being discontent can can drive you to do great things, but it can also not be a great thing. And so, I think that's one of the biggest things that I feel like I've con- consistently seen over my life that he has been teaching me how to find contentment in different in different ways. That's awesome. How do you fight for that? What are some like practical disciplines? Because I agree with you. I have met with so many young women, and I feel like, and even women my own age and older, you know, that I think are completely. They're comparing themselves to the people around them and making themselves discontent or they're, you know, they have some desires that have just never really Mm -hmm. blossomed or happened the way they thought they were going to, you know? And yeah. so what would you tell somebody that's battling with that right now? Yeah. You know, I think that the biggest thing is that that it takes a shift in perspective. And so Mm -hmm. I think one of the best ways, you know, I always think about when I used to, I now have had LASIK eye surgery. But when I used to, you You're know, brave, that scares girl. me. The thought of something <laughs> going in my eye. <laughs> hey, I was desperate. I was like, I cannot wear contacts the rest of my life. Oh, we good for this. you. That's awesome. Um, Sorry. <laughs> but I remember like waking up in the night and like, I can't see a thing, you know, and then you mm. put your glasses on and how different you, you literally see the difference in perspective. And so I feel like that's what needs to happen spiritually. And I think that a lot of times the first step is just gratitude. Mm-hmm, like if you can right. list out, like what, if it's about yourself, like list out three things that you are thankful for. Like there's sometimes that mm-hmm. I go, I'm thankful that I have strong legs that I can right. chase yes, people, you know, exactly. like, um, and, and I'm thankful that I have this body that could carry full term yeah. these babies or whatever, right. you know, the things that, even the things that you don't like about yourself, if we can get to the point of thanking God for them, I mm-hmm. think, you know, because really it's. I feel like when we question him and we say, I don't like fill in the blank. So whether it's about our body, I don't like my, you know, chest size. Let's just be real honest. Like I don't like, (laughs) you know, or I I don't like this house or I don't Mm -hmm. like um, whatever, you know, whatever it is, you know, it's really at the end of the day, it's, it's insulting the the creator of that, you know? And all of those situations too, for all of us, we're looking around us, we're looking down, we're looking at ourselves and we're looking out, we're not looking up. And I think exactly. the perspective change is when we get our eyes off ourselves and onto our God. And and I know that when I've had those struggles, you know, when I'm just turning inside and just feeling not enough and I want this or I wish I was thinner or I wish I had better clothes or my house doesn't look like her house. Once I get my eyes on the Lord, 
and I think, what does what's my role? Who am I? What does God what does God have for me here? And you're right. Yeah. What is There's, right in front of you? For you right. To do but right it's now, like right? you you do have to change the way that you yeah. think, and you have to look up. Right. And sometimes yes. you know I don't know I know sometimes it's hard for me to do that alone. Yeah. You know, sometimes I have to cut a call a friend and be like, girl, I am really struggling. Like speak this. truth. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's you know, something you know, about speaking it out loud that mm-hmm. makes it, it loses real. its power. It you does. know what I mean? Like, and so I feel like that is very true. So I, I will often, even if it's a text or whatever, mm-hmm. but just to ask someone to like mm-hmm. pray for you or speak a w- truth over you in that moment, just saying that and acknowledging that out loud. It just releases that lies power over it's you. So true. And mm-hmm. and the thing is, is there's not one woman out there or person, but especially <clears> with <throat> our like body image issues that hasn't felt some like wouldn't be able to understand. You know, like anybody mm-hmm. would be able to understand the I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard exactly. I heard John Piper pre- preach a message on contentment once, and he was talking about Philippians four six mm-hmm. and seven. How when it says the peace of God which transcends all understanding, he was saying that that peace is like contentment. And um, but I love the idea. What he was getting at was that it contentment guards our hearts and our minds. Mm. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And then the other thing he was saying right before that, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition. He was saying prayer is the thing that roots it which makes it happen like yeah. um hmm. so just to be praying for that peace and contentment in christ i don't exactly. know exactly so much prayer well, and it, pray, pray, pray. right and it's 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 pray and, and that's part of gratitude is thanking him mm-hmm. for making you this way thanking him for the debt that we have mm-hmm. thanking him for you know like mm-hmm. of going i'm just going to acknowledge the things that are making me very discontent and i'm going to start by thanking him yeah it you know that that's a very practical way to shift your perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm, love it. That's so great. So mm-hmm. your girls are coming up in in this culture, right? Uh, so yeah. how do you help them navigate through these waters? You know, they're still so young, but and I love it because I feel like they they still believe everything that you say. Because right. at some point they're going to go, well, you say that because you love, like you're my mom. You right. have to say that. But um, but one of the things that I try to do. Um, and it doesn't happen every day, but I try almost every day um, when they're walking out the door for school to pull them close one at a time. And I whisper in their ear or I look right in their eyes and I cup their little face. And I'll mm. say just little encouragements that you are kind. You are brave. You are a hard worker. I am so proud of you. Mm. Just to like feel, fill up their cups, you know, and before mm-hmm. they walk out, you know, because I remember hearing a study that said for every one positive word that is heard, they're going to hear six negative words. Mm-hmm. Oh. So we have to change the ratio. You know, yeah. if they're going to hear that, we have to be the one speaking more positive truth and affirmation into their life. So, um, so you know, with they're, they're six and eight right now. And so, you know, they're not thinking about, you know, for them, it's like if I have... Um, they're like, if you're bigger, that means you're older. So, you know, they're right. like, mom has a bigger belly and it's because she's older. Like, it's like, so, and they want to grow up. So then in their minds, they're thinking this, you know, they're not thinking anything. And so, you know, for me personally, I, I am very guarded about what I say about my own self in front right. of them. Right. And, and then, um, and then for right now, it's really speaking truth. Those, just those positive truthful statements over their mm-hmm. life before they walk out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was reading your book last night, um, Body Beauty Boys, and you were talking about the one time when you were 
like a middle schooler maybe and mm-hmm. someone had said something to you and that was like the first thing that made you yeah. realize that you weren't perfect or there was something not right. great about your body and that one right. damaging statement like completely shaped your you know yes. your growing up I, and how you looked at yeah. yourself that one negative statement had that you much know, power and, it, and that and that scares me because it was I was nine um, probably nine and a half to ten years old when that happened and I and you know and Sinclair is eight and a half years old and mm-hmm. I think she's at the point where something could happen that could define the next decade of her life right and that's just crazy to think about something positive or it could be something negative but she's at an age where she's going to start remembering things and these things this is the, and I remember reading that a kid determines their worldview by the age of nine. Wow. So how they see the world and how they think the world sees them mm-hmm. by the age of nine. And so, yeah, and that was very true for me. And so when I think about Sinclair, I'm like, oh, she is right there. Like how, like, what is she hearing on a daily basis from other people, from me? Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, and, and, you know, I get so frustrated and I said, you know, and I really um, have been trying to work hard on, claiming back some words that I have spoken over her, not on purpose, like, but things that I'll say that are probably Mm. shame inducing. And I'm not trying to create shame, but, but she is a strong willed kid and, and she carries a lot of shame Mm -hmm. and I hate, and I'm like, I remember her using that word last year and I thought you're seven. Mm. How do you know the word shame? Like, she's like, I'm so ashamed. And I'm like, what? I, I don't know where that's coming from. And so trying to, take those lies and speak truth wherever mm-hmm. I can over them now, because this is the, the, just a pivotal moment I feel like in their yeah. lives at this age. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to be there. I'm at the same place with my little girl, Rowan. She's eight, almost nine. And just watching her grow and the things that she says, you know, the words that come out of her mouth, I'm like, mm-hmm. how, why, why in the world would you ever think that? I don't speak those words, but they, right. you know, they um, care so much already what people think and what their friends think. And they're so little. Um, I had heard or heard somewhere recently, someone saying to ask your children mm-hmm. what God thinks of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I asked Rowan just like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, what do you think God thinks of you? And she was like, you know, she thought for a moment and she said, <laughs> She's like, he thinks I'm nice. Aww. That's like, it was like, but that was her response. Remember how you were yeah. telling me, Lynn, about yeah, yeah. talking to your niece and telling her over and over that God delights in you. Yeah. Like, you know. I, know. I love that. I just wrote that down. I mm-hmm. love that. Well, you know, my girls, well, Sinclair, not both of them. Um, she just participated in an organization called Girls on the Run. Do you guys hmm. have that where you are? No, I haven't heard of it. I'll have to look that up. So it's a nonprofit. And so you can start one like in your area, like it, you know, um, so that, so they do this through like our school, um, even though it's like a nonprofit, they started one at our school and it was really great. And it was, you know, it's not Christian based, but it's very much about teaching healthy emotions and, um, the healthy body image and all of that. And I could really tell a difference, um, and the impact that it was making on Sinclair. So it wasn't, it wasn't as much about the running as it was about using running to help teach about emotions and things. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they might run a few laps and then stop and do like an activity based on the lesson they had talked about. And so, so do you run? Do you have to run? Do you, do I have to run? (laughs) Well, and I am not a runner. So like at the end of it all, like at the end of the semester, there's a big 5k and 
each oh, girl picks picks someone to run with them. Well, she picked me, and I was Aww. like, "Jesus, take the wheel." I do not run. <laughs> um, so, so we survived. So we ran. Good and job, that was just, mom. That's pretty you know, fantastic. She, yeah. So she was so, but she you can you can see the influence. Like we would go practice, and we would run. She's like, "Okay, so we're going to run five laps, and then we're going to come back together. And we're going to talk about how you feel." And oh, I was I like, "Okay, it. I think this is." You're totally remembering, like channeling mm-hmm. what you've, you know, talked about in this. But that was, that's been a great, great help of just, you know, navigating emotions is, goodness, is so oh. hard. It is so hard. It's so funny hearing you girls talk about <clears throat> this with like, with the girl perspective, because oh, having boys, it's completely. just, it's just, there are some similarities, but yeah. it's just so dang different. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like just trying to, it's funny because this was the first year for my, so he's 12 now for him to kind of realize that maybe, you know, mom has to deal with issues too. Like, <sighs> yeah, you know, like I have to deal with people that maybe don't think um, the same as me or that we have different opinions or uh, whatever. And so him watching how I dealt with that, mm-hmm. you know, and watching to see if I'm going to talk about it in the car when they're not around, you know, mm-hmm. or just... I became very keenly aware of their their hearing and their even though they're not real um, chatty, my boys. Right, they're, they're taking it. They're in. listening, you know, and they're they're watching to see how I'm going to respond to people that can be very unloving, you know, <laughs> or um, judgmental or whatever it is. And um, I just realizing like we can totally shape them by still being kind and loving to those people mm-hmm. that think differently and. It was so funny. He asked me, he was like, Mom, I really don't think she likes you. And I was like, that's okay. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> but it just cracked me up because I'm like, baby, I, I can't change that. You know, I'm going to still love her. <laughs> well, and so. that's what everything in parenting is modeling. Like, right. It's you so just scary. Have to mod- you know, like, right. Like how you treat others, how you're going to, like, mm. I, had, I went through a recent um, thing with a friend and it was so hard and Sinclair knew that it was happening because there was no more play dates right. so she knew this was going on and 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 it was modeling for her how to be the bigger person how to be yes, brave exactly. how to be you know how to be kind when you're hurt and how to you know and Love even anyways. like I ended up yeah and I went to see a counselor and, and I feel like I was encouraging Sinclair to talk to her school counselor and she was like no because what if huh. someone knows that I would was at the counselor and I said well guess what I was like your mama went to a counselor this week right I said, it's not a, and she was like oh I mean it's like everything right. is modeling to them like oh, how to yeah. have a healthy relationship with a spouse one day how yes. to have you know all the things all the things yes oh that's so great so you are in um, a rental right now are you yes. loving it you know, I am. Yay. We, I, I would have never imagined when we were renovating, we, we moved to Tennessee for, for a few years and we bought this hundred year old farmhouse and renovated, fully gutted it. You know, I can remember standing in oh. it and every wall, every ceiling was just gone <gasps> and just standing in the middle of the house. And, um, we did an addition on it. I mean, it was just wow. insane. Um, but it was gorgeous and it was fun and it took us almost a year. And, um, uh, but and while we were there, we rented and I just remember like I was miserable. And, and, and part of it is, you know, that this dream house is coming, like, you know, that it's eventually coming, but I just never settled down, you know, like mm-hmm. I, 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 I wasn't able, I wasn't allowed to paint the walls. Um, but still I just used like, I, I didn't make it my own by any means. And we were there a year. I mean, that's a, right, that's a long time right. to be somewhere. And, and your kids, not, were they little? 
So Sinclair was two, and Rory, we brought her home from the hospital to that rental. Oh. So she was Oh, yeah, newborn. that's hard because you're wanting to nest and everything then, you know. Yes, and- yeah. So it was just like, you know, so I, so when we moved to Atlanta, we sold our house, our dream house, and we moved to Atlanta, I knew that I was like, I want to be content and I want to enjoy where we are, even if it's only a year. Like we signed a year lease and who knew what was coming next, like if we were going to buy or whatever. And we moved in, we, we got approval and we painted all the walls and we hung up new light fixtures and we just made it our own. Hmm. And that has made all the difference of just doing what I can to let my personality come through and oh, to just, good for you, you know, because embracing where you are. Yes, exactly. And it was kind of one of those where it's like, we're still going to hang pictures. We're going to do yeah. everything as if we were going to be here longer than a year. And we are, we're starting our fourth year here. So oh, we've clearly great. been here a while. But, um, but yeah, I, I love it. And I would have never, I don't know. I feel like I've come a long way. That's so, so good. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's so great. So, um, so the farmhouse though. Yes. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Unpack that you know, a little? Yes. So that was really, I feel like one of the times where I just first steps of realizing I loved designing mm. and I loved decorating and my husband was and really good at it too. Come on oh, now. That's my gosh. like, yeah, every girl's dream. Yes. And so we were, we had a lot of fun together. He's very great at technical designing. Okay. So, you know, and aesthetics. I mean, he's like, I, I, you know, he's, he has a lot of opinions. So it's funny, you know, we've had to, uh, we've in our 11 years of marriage, we finally kind of landed on a similar like design style. And, um, he would live in like a, it's called you know, marriage. All glass, like, condo with like, you know, hard modern, and I, and I love clean lines, and right. stuff, but I still like a little bit of French country in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we've come a long way in blending our styles, but but yeah, so we renovated. We um, it was very fun to think of how to create something new, but still um, honor the tradition of the home. And hmm. and so we kept the floors. They were heart pine. They were gorgeous. Oh. And um, and we put um, an IKEA kitchen in, and it was oh. my absolute favorite thing. I mean, I have heard so many wonderful things about IKEA kitchens. It's amazing. I and mean, people would walk in, and they're like, "This is like." This has got to cost you like fifty thousand dollars. I was like, it cost me thirteen thousand. So, yeah. wow. and that's everything: appliances, appliances, and countertops, and cabinets, and hardware. Like that's everything. Wow. Was thirteen thousand. So, and it was just it was self closing drawers. I'm just like, it's just amazing. So, the kitchen was my mm-hmm. favorite out of that home. Um, but it had eleven and a half foot ceilings throughout, oh. and um, it was five thousand square foot feet. Oh, it was my a mercy. lot. That's a we lot didn't to even clean. Have <laughs> yes. Like oh it would take gosh. me two days to, to mop the floors on the downstairs level. Oh. And so now we live in 1,300 square feet. And I'm like, this oh. is a breeze. I'm yes. done in like 30 minutes on the floors. Like this is amazing. And done. <laughs> um, but it was so fun to just design. Like our, our bathroom was very... Um, was more of a modern touch with like the all glass shower and a mm. full glass, you know, cool like tiled, glass tiled design. Um, stripe kind of design of two kind of an ombre kind of thing. And, um, and so it was just fun to, to think through an entire house, what, mm-hmm. what you're going to do. You've got, you know, all these bathrooms, what are you going to do and how can we do it? Um, so did you do it all yourself? Price? 
No, we designed it all ourselves. My husband did some of it, but we would have we would probably still be doing it. If right, it was just of course, us. yeah. So, but you, it was all your ideas, though. Like you didn't have a yes. designer come in to help you. Yes, yeah. exactly. Were you, were you always really good at that? Because you know, some people are get so overwhelmed about you know designing and, and picking fixtures. Yeah, and but you must just be hey, gifted that way naturally. You, you know? know, I know, and I think you know, um, I, I don't that was the first project that I really did. I knew I always had an interest. Like I could read like design magazines all day long. I would just go to Barnes mm-hmm. and Noble. Like, oh, and just I would have sat next to you and looked at the uh, menu. Yes, get some Starbucks and just <laughs> sit and look at design magazines. And I loved it. Um, and of course this, and when we renovated, it was before Pinterest. Can you imagine? Right. A world yes. Pinterest? No, that's when we built our first home. It was oh. the same thing. I had to like rip pages out of magazines. And yes. I had this. Yes. And yes, I had this like binder and it was so well organized mm-hmm. and all. And it was just, it was like my happy binder. I'm like, I just want to look through these pictures. That's like this so is great. all my favorite things. Um, and so I, you know, I had never really tried to do that before, before that other than just doing, you know, things around my own house. Like we had done a few, like my husband had finished out of our basement or like we did a couple little design things. Um, but it is, I think there's just that creativeness. I love, since it was something I always loved. And again, just like how I fell into ministry. Like, I didn't know you could do that. Like, mm-hmm. that wasn't my college degree. You know, it wasn't. Oh, I hear you, know. you. I'm still trying to learn that. <laughs> right, right, right. And then you're like, oh, that makes sense. Of right. course. Oh, like, really? Because God? Right. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. So, um, so that's really where, like, I, I kind of thought, oh, like, I just, w- I wish I could do this for other people. Like, I mm. enjoy being able to. People would come in the house, or, and I could just talk to them all day long about how, you know, what we did and how you could do this, or, um, and and I just loved again. It's that same ministry heart. Like, I loved mm-hmm. encouraging women. I loved helping women. And, um, and so when we moved to Atlanta, I just kind of, it was again, like it's the same way I stumbled upon writing a book. Like my, uh, a mentor had said, well, if you want to write, maybe you should write. Like, you know, like a <laughs> yeah. great idea. Like if you Crazy. want to write a book, you should just write a book. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was the same kind of thing. It was, I would love to help some women with their homes. I should just tell people I can, I will do that. <laughs> and so it was the same kind of thing. I just kind of that's awesome. Did so did you that. like set up a little business or did you just do it out of the love of your heart? Um, no, I set up a little business and would, um, my favorite is just create, I love to create design boards for people and mm. help them and have an overall vision. I'm, I am not the one you want hanging anything on your walls. I'm, I'm just not, <laughs> well, like, I'm not sure we are either, but we still do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, With I'm audiences like, sometimes. You want to give me um, a hammer. You don't want, like, oh my I can tell you where I, I think Kurt would, would actually disagree with me. He would say maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, that, so I love just the big picture, like coming in and helping someone. Um, just figure out what they could do with their home, even in small ways. I think one of my favorite, I helped a lady with kind of her downstairs and, and we mm-hmm. ended up, I, I told her, I was like, I think I would love for you to paint your kitchen white. And in this house, she was, she was, she just was like, I just don't like this house. I just want to move. I just don't like this house. And she, mm-hmm. uh, so, so, so that's why she brought me in. She's like, maybe if I did some things, this will help. And, and she, she painted her kitchen and she said, when it was all done, she said, I never thought I would love this house. And I do oh, like, and it was just like, that was it, like learning how like it's like your very your, own little love it show. Like you can like, right. love it or list it, but like they yeah. just love it at the end. Yeah. And so it's just fun to help 
like that's my heart behind it. Like I, I just want to help someone be content with that's where they right. are. Mm-hmm. So and changing get, that perspective, right? Kind of goes back to exactly. It. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be a lot. It, you know, mm-hmm. it can be something as simple as you know paint color. But oh, yeah, yeah, so right. Just hanging things on the walls. But there's so much yeah. to be said for when you come home and your space inspires you, and you know it's comfortable and welcoming. And there's just little ways you can do that. And it, Our hearts are the same. We oh, we want to encourage women. I wish in the you could come things. over and have coffee. I know. Yes, well, me too. It warms up. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe you guys come here. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. We'll come. We'll come there. <laughs> oh, that's and I love that. Like Sarah, you just you know these little parts of you come alive and yeah. you follow. You know what I mean? Like you could just say, well, you know what? I don't have a degree. I haven't done this. I I can't do that. But you know, when God puts mm-hmm. a call on you and a little, you know. Yeah. Picture heart, you're stepping out and doing these things. Girl. It's like awesome. Thank you. I know. And it's it's more fun that way. And you know, and I think that comes down to just know again, we kind of circle back to that same truth of if you already understand that you are approved and you are accepted mm-hmm. and you are loved and yeah. you are all these things mm-hmm. because that's what God sees in you, then mm-hmm. when he gives you those ideas, it's like, okay, well, you that's know. Right. Even if, like, no one listens to my podcast, even right. if, you know, no one uses me to design mm-hmm. their home or whatever, like, Being hey, faithful. I'm still, yeah, I'm still following through with knowing that he's, you know, he, just because if someone doesn't listen or doesn't read or doesn't hire me or something, it doesn't negate what's in me, you Who know? you are, exactly. Right. Preach, girl, preach. That's right. That's, there's so many, I'm sure people listening, I'm mm-hmm. sure there are so many, like, we can all relate to that. Right. And it's not about becoming something big and great, this big, famous, whatever it is. Everyone wants to be Joanna Gaines right now. Yeah. No. What about the people that God has put around you? Who can you encourage? Who can you help? Let's do the work right where we are and just love people and make a difference. It doesn't have to be a show. We world full of Joanna Gaines. We're just fine with one. Totally. Right. Well, you know, I heard um, Jess Connolly say once on a podcast, she said, that she would start the morning and she would like raise her hand and mm. she would say, I take myself out of the running for being the best. And then she'd fill in the blank with whatever it was ah, that she like. That's such and I'm a like, great Man. idea. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, I take myself out of the running to, for being the best podcaster today. Like I take myself out of the running for being <laughs> the best designer. You know? <laughs> Can we join you like, there? Can we? <laughs> yes. Yes. And so then you just like, you take all this pressure off to, and then you can enjoy just where you are mm-hmm. and you enjoy the people around you and oh, without freedom. Yes, exactly. I love that. Mm-hmm. Love that. So what is something in your home currently that you just love a space in your home or maybe it's a vignette in your home or, you know, I am currently uh, when we first moved, probably my favorite thing was our bathroom because we had, you know, left our dream house and it had this amazing bathroom with the, you know, this, the modern clawfoot tub, mm. um, modern clawfoot tub, the glass shower, the whole is huge. Yeah. All these things. I just loved our bathroom. And I, it was, I thought it was very kind of God. Cause when we moved mm. into this rental, they had done a renovation and they had a clawfoot tub and a glass shower Aww. in this, in Look this how rental. God loves and, you. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, and it was just one of those where I was like, God, that is so kind of you that, you know, you knew it would be, it was hard for me to let go of that house. Um, it was very hard oh, yeah. to let go. I hear um, you. And, but his kindness. And so I loved that. Um, I just love our little, probably, I love our kitchen table. Um, it's just a little Ikea. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's lived a hard life in mm-hmm. the last few years. 
but we have this beautiful chandelier. Um, and Can you send us pictures up. of these things, yes. please? Yeah, I want to sure. <laughs> so it's just like the kitchen is light and bright, and there's this white table with this wooden chandelier, and it just makes me happy. It's mm-hmm. just that, that I feel like the chandelier is my personality in, uh, oh. in designing, and so mm-hmm. it just is a fun, um, I don't know, it's, my, it's one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're definitely going to share some of those pictures. And, you know, that's the thing, like I'm thinking about you in this beautiful, amazing farmhouse, and now you're moving to a rental, right? Yeah. And I th- it makes me think of myself, like I used to live in a like a new house, and I moved to this not new house that needs help, and the bathroom is scary. Like it's yeah. so small, and it's embarrassing. And this is where I invite people into. And there's this pride in me that wants to say, um, well, you know, it's not always going to be like this, or we have a plan to do this, or I, what I used to have. You know, it's just so, so much pride. Like, yes. what about just, you know, how did, I would love to hear, you know, how God has changed your heart, that it's enough, you know, where you are, and, yeah. you know, how you look at that, and, you know, what he's taught you even about yourself. I don't know, because yes. I, I well, see myself there. It is, and it's, I mean, and it, and part of it is because that's who we are, we're, we're, we're all like, we love design. So then you feel like you need to justify, like, listen, like I know that I, you know, can design for people. I'm in the future too. (laughs) My house looks like this. Um, Exactly. it, It really has just been like, okay, what can I do to this house to enjoy where I am? And so it just, I I just kind of started there and realizing that um, maybe what makes up a home is not, 5,000 square feet. And if you mm-hmm. have 5,000 square feet, that's great. Right. Um, but if you have 1,300 square feet, that's great. Exactly. <laughs> and, and so realizing that, that this is enough. Our family, like, you know, it, I, I laugh. I laugh at myself so much. All the things that I've learned in like the last 10 years, even when we were in this condo, this townhome, it was our first house and it was a two bedroom and the rooms were huge. They were not small by any means. They were huge and got pregnant with Rory. This was before we moved to Tennessee. And I thought, I mean, there's just no way my girls could share a room. Like Mm -hmm. for heaven's sakes, like that is just not possible. And, and, you know, and I think, okay, God is enough. This is our, our family. Our family has enough. And this little 1,300 square foot house, like they are in a room together and, mm. and it's They're and probably it's making good. such sweet memories too. Like, Let's hope so. Let's um, hope so. We, well, we're so funny. We are like, that's another thing I feel like I've learned is to, to not hold things really tightly. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a planner and I love plan and I, you know, love to, um, I don't know. I used to always think, oh, we're going to be here for the rest of our lives. And I no longer <laughs> think that way. And I'm just yeah. like, okay. This is where I am for now. And I would love it if we were here for the long haul. You know, I want my girls to to go to school with these same girls and all this stuff. But I'm going to hold everything very loosely. So our girl, I mean, Sinclair, our girls have changed rooms. We've lived here like three years. And they've changed rooms at least three times. Like about mm-hmm. every six to nine months, we change, change it up. So we just, you know work with what we got. And if something's not working, we just change it. And, and we'll do that until it doesn't work and then we'll change it. And, but it's just learning that, okay, this is your portion and Mm -hmm. this is where you are and this, and this is enough and you are enough and God is enough. And that's where you are. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, even all these things we're talking about, I feel like we always just land 
back at where are I where are our eyes? Mm-hmm. You know, are yeah. they on our things? Are they on ourselves? Or are they on the Lord? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so sure. cool. This is I feel like we could talk to you for like another like four episodes because I, I ah. just there's still so much I want to talk to you about and hmm. bit girl. I love it. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. You guys we are so sweet to ask it. me. And listen, I I, people listening right now, you guys need to go and subscribe to Sarah Bragg, Surviving Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, look it up. We'll have links to all of these things on our website. Uh, help me, Dan, at www.interwebs.com. <laughs> Bydesignpodcast.com. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yes, and then you'll be able to go and we'll link right over to Sarah and you'll be able to read um, and listen to her and you'll be so encouraged. So, Sarah, mm-hmm. thank you for just continuing to be faithful and taking that next step when God asks you to. Thank you. It's so great. Have a very Merry Christmas. Thank you. You guys too. Okay. Okay. She's awesome. Seriously. So great. I just loved her, like, just common sense, you know, with Jesus. Amen. (laughs) What's right in front of her and what she just does it. So great. So whoever you are listening, like, hope that encourages you that whatever God's stirring in your heart and giving you the desire to do, if he's called you to it, he will help you. He's not going to abandon you. So yeah, if he calls you, he will equip you. He will. That's what Christine uh, Kane says. I really wanted to say that, but I know you changed it. <laughs> I heard. I know. I, I was like, I really want, but I feel like everyone always hears me say it. <laughs> no, it's good stuff. It is good stuff. So actually, you know what? Can we link to that message too? Let's put that message that we've been watching this week. Yeah, we've been listening to this Christine Kane message from Passion. This year's Passion. Yeah, and uh, we I've listened to it so many times. You just sent it back to me. I know. You're listening to it. I've listened to it probably three times this year since mm-hmm. January. It is just, I just love that woman. She speaks with authority. So you know what? Check that out too. You're welcome, guys. Merry Christmas. Right. Let's do the work. <laughs> let's. Yes. Let's know? live well. Let's just be, let's just do what's right in front of us. We don't need to. I mean, let's like love God and mm-hmm. love others. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, have a Merry Christmas. Take a deep breath and we will talk to you guys later. Bye.